Hello, everyone. In today's episode, I'm joined with and I'm joined with Zach. And today, um, well, welcome, with Zach. Hello again. Hello, Zach. It's great to have you. Hello. Great. Great to be here. Yeah, it's gonna be. It's gonna be nice to speak to you about Doctor Who, autism, dyspraxia as well, mm-hmm. as we said before. Um, so, would you mind just doing an introduction of yourself? Hello. Yes, my name. My name is Zach. My name is Zach Rosenfeld on Twitter. I'm known as Zachar Zachar1998 on TikTok. Zach J on Zach J on 1998. I'm also also member of member and actor, writer, and producer for TT Productions 23, who who have been who have been coming out with some really some really amazing Doctor Who audio dramas and some brilliant original content as well, which you definitely should tune in to listen to. Yeah, because I've I've heard I've spoke to a few other people who who do that, um, and yeah, it, it's pretty cool. Really. Like it's 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 kind of the free version of um, Big Finish, isn't it? <laughs> it's in in a way, sort of. <laughs> yeah, we are for the love of stories. They, well, no, they're for the love of stories. We bring adventures to audio. Yeah, getting slogans mixed up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and so does does TT production stand for TikTok? The, the first two bits. Well, I think it. I think initially, initially it kind of did, but not so much anymore. Now it's now it's more or less an. Now it's more or less. Now it's more or less a free for all. Okay, um, and you say that like TT twenty three. Where does the the twenty three come from? We have no idea. Oh. We oh. just sort of go with it. Okay, uh, that's pretty cool. Um, for a second, I thought it was the year twenty twenty three, but. <laughs> <laughs> um but but yeah uh, uh, that's pretty cool so so you write it do you like the, the, the kind yeah, of I've, been writ- I've been written I've, yeah, I've, writ- I've written a few i've written a few scripts so far like one one that's going to become one what my my upcoming script is the cluster inside which is one of which is a patnostic which is a patnostic gang story it feature well feature well the last one the last of a of a with the character of Cooper, who is a who is the idea of their third met, who is who in, in a way is that who is meant to be their third member before before Strax joins, while also tying into also tying into Abby's before Vastra before Vastra series with the character with two with with two different characters from there, as well as another character from another upcup from another upcoming audio called Molly, played by play played brilliantly by Chelsea Lagan, by the way, she's brilliant. All right, yeah, so. You keep yourself busy. <laughs> <laughs> try to, try to. Sometimes it's difficult to concentrate, but you get, you get there. Yeah, yeah I, I get that. I'm always distracted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, one thing to keep me kind of like, but so say when I write, like I, you might get that too, because I, I, I suppose when you write, you do can get distracted. Um, yeah quite a lot and it's think kind of why I it's kind of why when I normally write I normally try and sit myself down in a particular area like I say I say this quite I say this quite a few times but I like I sometimes sit I sometimes set myself up in a coffee shop and and just and just crack on there because I don't know what it is sometimes I can't I can't exactly concentrate when writing in my own room or writing in my own house it's some somehow I need somehow I need that kind of atmosphere even when I did university even when I did university assignments it was always always in a library and such yeah yeah it's, it's, it's nice to be like in a cafe or library say yeah I'm quiet but but yeah um it is like, like well yeah what what i normally do because i just like I, I have to put some music on like i'll normally listen to the marigold theme but like the, any marigold song i'll, I'll mm-hmm. put on like i could listen for hours so i, I can relate to i can relate to that so <laughs> For some reason, one thing that often popped up during my last years of uni was Owen's theme. Owen's theme from Torchwood was always one, was always one I listened to when studying. Yeah, yeah, I, I like that one. Um, I liked um, the one that I listened to quite a lot is Dazzling End. Um, hmm? the, the the thing called Dazzling End, and I think it was with. Oh, I think I know what I think yeah. I know what that one was. That was Turn Left when Don, when Donna was going was going back to stop herself. Yeah, wasn't it? Wasn't yeah, it? yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, yeah, one had the beat one up back. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. Down, I'm, down, I'm... down, down, down. Yeah, that one. <laughs> yeah. The, the... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it is good because, like, one I, I, I listen to now is kind of like, um, a, like a different concept. Like, um, one, like, has a little bit of 
Donna Noble's theme in it as well. Um, so I listen to that quite a lot. Um, I've got a playlist going. I do like Father's Day's theme in the Night Night Doctor episode. You know, Father's mm. Day. Yes, I do like I do like that one as well. Yeah. And how it comes and how it comes back in in and how it comes back in Rise of the Cybermen with Parallel Pete as well. Yeah, that, that, that's really good. That is mm. West Minister Bridge. I did like that one. Um, oh yeah. I cannot imagine. I cannot imagine the Ninth Doctor without that theme. I know Big Finish don't tend to use Murray Gold's themes. Well, it's, with a few exceptions, I know they don't tend to use Murray Gold's themes. But I kind of, I kind of wish they somehow got the rights to use that for, for the Ninth Doctor adventures. Yeah, yeah, because I, I, I like the Ninth Doctor's themes. Like um, Westminster Bridge was kind of the first one. Like yeah. as, as soon as Rose woke up, and then I was playing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was it. Um, the day of the doctor. That that's another good one. Yes, it is. Um, but like the twelfth doctor has some good ones. I am not a good man. I'm not a bad one either. <laughs> I'm not a soldier, not an officer. I am an idiot <laughs> with a screwdriver. <laughs> yep. Yeah, well. A good, a good man, a good man being being twelve is obviously the best yeah. theme, and that and that and the theme that I was referring to then, the majestic tale of an idiot with a box. Yeah, yeah, and a good man is probably one of the longest ones as far as it's about six or seven it's minutes. Like, isn't it? I thought it was like nine minutes, or unless I'm oh. getting mistaken. Oh, it might be. <laughs> it's quite, it's quite, it's quite long. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. Um, it is. It's pretty long. Um, thirteenth, the thirteenth music isn't. Um, I don't like you know like previous music. Yeah. Within a doctor, it's almost like the only one I I, I can remember is the thirteenth theme. Not much mm-hmm. else. I try. I try. I struggle to remember a lot of Sagan Akinola's themes, but at the same time as well, I do. I do. I can appreciate. I can appreciate the atmosphere that they that they do that they do bring in cert- in certain scenes, like like during demons like during demons of the Punjab and Ascension of the Cybermen. But but. Aside from aside from the Doctor, well, thirteenth theme, there isn't. Re- I can't. I can't really remember any off the top of my head. Yeah, me too. It's um, it's pretty hard. All, like, due, it's hard. all due respect to say, all due respect to Sega Nakanola. He is. He has been doing a great job. It's also um, who and what, one I think is a bit underrated. Well, there's one I think is underrated though. This is a night night walk from the TV movie. Yeah. Which, i.e., when he's when he's the, these shoes they fit perfectly seen with 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 the eighth doctor and grace i always i always really love that i always really love that theme and it fits the romantic nature of the eighth doctor yeah it's a, yeah it would be nice for him to maybe get a few more screen time eighth doctor mm-hmm. but definitely listen but and definitely but i'm very happy i'm very happy that he's got a bit of, well he's got he's got a massive goddamn era thanks to big finish yeah yeah he's, with, with, with everything from Char, with charlie charlie Charlie, Lucy, Mo- Charlie, Lucy, Molly, Liv, etc., etc. He's got a full, he's got a full-blown era now with all this. It's and he's and he's and it's definitely and it's definitely shown him living to his full potential. Yeah, yeah uh, definitely. Um, yeah, I think music plays a massive part in like um, Doctor Who autism as well, um, mm. because it like I I just can't concentrate if that's not there. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I'm. I want to like to play soundtracks from different things. Yeah, sometimes it does take you out of it. For instance, sometimes I think it does take you out of it in points like um, the Sea Devils. I love that story, but the <laughs> a lot of that incidental music is kind of hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> just the that wit. You know the whatever whatever that was supposed to be when they were when the master and the doctor were having a bit of a sword fight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty funny. Yeah. It there is like Captain Jack's theme when he came back. I did like that. Um, yeah. Uh, it, that that was pretty cool. Um, I kind of I kind of wish they used Ben Foster's theme from Tortured, but it was pretty cool when they used that. Yeah. Um, I did like his theme from Tortured as well, like Captain Jack. Here he comes in a ruddy great tractor. Here he comes in a ruddy great tractor. Here he comes. Yeah, it so so many good themes. Um, suppose we can be talking about all day about that, but 
<laughs> um, yeah, so Zach, like um, you said that you're like, in the process of yeah, an autism diagnosis. Um, do you mm. want to talk a little bit about that? Well, um, my mental health lately has not uh, my mental health lately has not been the best, um, and in some instances, I've been uh, in some instances I've got very very got very very low, but some and it's some but for in but in all instances I don't even really know why. I used to I used to get counselling a long time used to get counselling a long time a long time ago but it didn't really it didn't really go anywhere I was kind of like push I was kind of like pushed from one thing to the next eventually and then eventually if like eventually quite recently it got it got it got really bad to a point where where I finally decided I'm going to go I'm going to go get help and and I I have to kind of wait this out for a bit because the NHS unfortunately with mental health isn't exactly up to snuff but um August thirty first will be my first will be my first screening screening appointment and just to see if just to, to see if I am under it to see if to see if I do fall to see if I do fall in any anywhere anywhere on the spectrum of fish officially if it might be bought if it might be if it might be bipolar BPD depression however it whatever it might be I, I it's I have to wait I have to wait it out and sort of hold myself together until I get clarity if that makes sense yeah yeah. Because a diagnosis is, um, it's hard, it takes time. Um, mm. Because, yeah, um, it, 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 like, yeah, like, I hope it, like, that all goes well for you. Like, yeah. Like, you get, you get some answers. Because, mm -hmm. I hope so too. Yeah, because, um, more now, I I I see people get get diagnosed with like autism, um, more towards like um, like not like different when I was younger, um, because I was diagnosed with nine, and nowadays you don't get I don't see many people or hear about many people that mm. are diagnosed with that young. Now it's more towards maybe teenage, or like like maybe yeah. in your twenties, in your thirties, indeed, even later. There are people um, I know. There are, pe there, are pe there are people I know that are being di that are being diagnosed a lot later now. Yeah, yeah, there is, and like, like you got um people with ADHD too get diagnosed later, and and yeah. autism too. Indeed. Which it, it, it is good because that it just proves that you don't have to be a certain age to get diagnosed or something. Certainly not. It needs to be, a, and it needs to be a stigma ruled around ruled around these things. What I've always, what I always felt, what I always felt growing up. What I always felt growing up is, I mean, I always had, I always knew I had something. I always knew I had something. But the way that the way that schools kind of handled it was sort of treating it like, oh, you're not, not you're not normal. We're gonna make you, we're gonna really make you feel like you're not normal, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And that that and I think that was, I think that was almost why I was almost afraid to get help. Yeah, because it, it's hard to get asked for here actually, because um, I think you think. If other people go look at me differently, and, and yeah, exactly, like, like in your class and, mm -hmm. and stuff like that, and I, I've had that experience too. Like, it, it, it's not, it's not like a nice feeling, is it? No, it's not. I always felt I always I always felt I kind of had to hide. I always felt I had to kind of hide hide it the best the best way I possibly could, so people didn't think differently of me. Yeah, yeah, and like if a teacher came across maybe to you to say, "Do you need any help?" You would kind of say no yeah um even though you probably did need the help but you just couldn't no because i because i was because it always because i was always afraid it would it was i was always afraid it would make me seem like a pariah or yeah. would make people laugh at me yeah yeah maybe it used to maybe a task in the class and like everyone else in the class knew what they were doing and you possibly the odd one out that didn't and you, like oh, I, I, I've had the experience too where that's happened and so like, I can't I can't say anything because people people all know what they're doing and I'm the only one that doesn't. <laughs> I've been there. I've been there a lot. Yeah. Or some or sometimes when you have your own methods of working things out, that's quite that's a bit different from the different from the norm. Or sometimes like even even when maths I was always did always like counted on my fingers, which was always just which, which was always made why are you doing that there's a different way but it was almost like but well, this is the way i've this is the way it feels right to me if you know yeah what, if you know what i mean 
Yeah, I, I, I know what you mean, and and, and like maybe you, you can you'll get a piece of paper, and like for some, and like for for, for people who maybe there's easier ways to work it out, like like and stuff like that. But if you're easier just to write every single number down that you're gonna count on, mm-hmm. that's all right for you. Like it's what easiest works for you. Like like say your fingers, like you, that helps you. Go for it. Yeah, <laughs> I know we don't have enough, but. Um, we need more fingers. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know how, but we need more fingers. I, um, someone invent more fingers. I don't know how you'll do that. I think we need to have a word with Doctor Who. I think about that. <laughs> I shall invent all the fingers. I'm the Doctor, and I have fingers. No more fingers. We can't have any more fingers. <laughs> Because I am not the doctor. <laughs> okay, I'll stop. <laughs> I can tell you do your voice dramas, Zach, with, uh, with all these voices you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> it used to be kind of, it used to be just sort of like a little, it, you know, it used to be sort of like a party trick. And a couple of years ago, a couple of years ago, I kind of, I started, I started doing, well, audio dramas, for fu- audio dramas for fun. But really, but really, I've kind of been really, it's really doing them properly is actually, to be honest, well, well, when I'm at Abby, when I'm at Abby Louise, yeah. and with how, with how, and with how she, and with how she's done, with how she's organised TT Productions, with how we do it, with how we, with how we interact with, with how we interact with our actors, with how we, well, how we record live with each other. I think, it, I think, with all that, it brings out the best in all of our performances. Yeah. Yeah. So almost like you're in your own little episode. Indeed, it is, and it's always, and it's always a lot of, and it's always a lot of fun. You should you should hear you should hear some of the behind the scenes. You should hear some of the behind the scenes. There's so much giggling; it's unbelievable. But that this but that's but that just shows how 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 much we're all having fun with it. Yeah, it is. It, it sounds pretty fun. Like um, I'm I don't know. Like I, I I'm very good like at um doing different voices. Um, mm-hmm. like from maybe different characters and stuff. But um, I, I like it, it, it's nice that, that that you find that you can do that kind of stuff. Like like you've had a bad day, yeah, mm-hmm. be someone else for, for 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 a few hours. Sometimes even sometimes even do it at even do it at work. Like one, I work in I work I currently I have I work part time at a pub and I actually entertained random customers by doing Star Wars voices. All right. In my mind's eye. I see him, Kenobi. Oh, I won't do the, I won't do the shout, but you get the point. <laughs> yeah, Darth Maul there. No. What kind of voices do you do, by the way? Um, I, 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 I've done various different things. Like I, I, I can do, um, normally just like the catchphrases that that they do in Doctor Who. Normally, mm-hmm. like you know, like Adam Z. Um, fantastic, do you want to mind? Yeah. Um, I think Peter Capaldi's is shut up. So <laughs> um, I thought Pete, I thought Peter Capaldi's was. <sighs> it is actually. I, I no, so speaking of that, I, I actually I, I I googled it. Um, I did, yeah, I think it might have been yesterday. What was the word Peter Capaldi said? Because you all have that word, don't they, Doctor? And it, and it was Clara. It was always Clara Bell Nadol <laughs> Hybrid. So those those are the those are the words. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I'm not sure what Jodie says. It might be brilliant, but she hasn't said it all three it's, a lot of times. It's probably fa- It's probably fam, to be honest. Probably. Or yeah. me best. This is me best friend Yaz. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 nice when you notice those things. Like they always have that one word that they go back to. Mm-hmm. Well. Yeah. Well. <laughs> The tenth doctor has well, um, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Alan Z. Yeah. Um, Tom ba- Tom Baker normally Tom. I know Tom Baker. The obvious one is, would you like a would you like a jelly baby? But actually, the real one is ah because he always he, that's you noticed that like, he always starts his sentence with ah Leela <laughs> ah Romana etc. Yeah. So you've got. I it, tell it's you. So cool. 
and the third doctor it's not it's and the third doctor is my dear chap or my dear joe i tell you brigadier and the second doctor well second doctor is more is obviously oh my giddy aunt and yeah and the first first doctor is hmm? my boy all of etc you there's there, you know, there's always those recurring things there's always those recurring things across all of them you think that um you think because people often say that the catchphrase only really came about with the new series doctors but they've all actually they've all been around there some in they've all been around there subtly even if even ones you don't really notice yeah yeah i can see that um did, did the eighth doctor have one um come to think of him trying to actually trying to i'm trying to think actually did we got probably um hmm um, well, throughout throughout Big Finish, I'm not sure if he's really had many. Not sure if he's really had any catchphrases, but he's this. It's aside from maybe mention it. Aside from him constantly getting amnesia again. Hmm. Yes, live, live, Charlie. Often, often, kind of like off, often, kind of like often, kind of like that. But it, eight never really had eight. Didn't really have much. Didn't really have a catchphrase. But it's but but that, but that's fine. Paul McGann. Paul Paul McGann is really delivered that romantic feel to his doctor. Yeah, his little scene on the uh, 50th anniversary as well. Oh. Um, I like that. And then I just and what I love in that moment is just before he just before he drinks the goblet, just before he drinks the goblets. Charlie, Care is Lucy, Thames and Molly, all the big, all the known big Finnish companions up to that point, aside from two others, which I won't spoil because that was a that was a bloody good because that was a bloody good twist. Listen to Terra Firma, peeps. With with that. With that was with that was a, like it was like a public acknowledgement of the TV show of of Paul McGann's Big Finish run. Liv and Helen weren't mentioned yet because they didn't. Liv, Helen, and Bliss didn't weren't mentioned at that point because they didn't exist. But it was still a, it was still a lovely acknowledgement for Moffat. Yeah, yeah, it, 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 it was good to um, do that. Um, and then not... a few, and then a few series, and then a few seasons later, he made Frobisher canon. When the to- when the when the twelfth Doctor mentions Marinus as a place where the side where side as a, as one of the places Cybermen come from, referencing the World Shapers, a sixth Doctor comic with Frobisher. All hail Frobisher! All hail the big talking bird, the companion. Come on, Russell, you bring back Beep the Meat. Bring bring back Frobisher. It looks like Beep the Meat is coming back. <laughs> it does look like Beep the Meat is coming back, and if he and if Beep the Meat is coming back, come on, Russell, make Frobisher happen. Yeah, um, like beep the meat, um, funny. Meep <laughs> um, meep. It's gonna be um, that's gonna be interesting actually. Yeah, it really is. It's gonna be. It's got like I I never. It, it, it was a Tom Baker comic, wasn't it? Um, it was. It was. Yeah, and they've recently adapted it into. They a few years ago they adapted it into 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 an audio. I believe it was um, just remembering. I think it. I think it was this. I'm. I might be getting my stories mixed up, people. Um, any any Doctor Who comic aficionados watching this, I'm sorry. Um, I think the Star Beast was beat the meat. I think the Star Beast was the beat the beat man. If I'm wrong, I'm sorry. Okay, I'll tell you where for it. And they and they did and they and they and there's actually a free there's actually a free audio with beep with beep the meat that they did a, that they did a long time ago called the Ratings Wars a, mi- a mini audio with Colin, with Colin Baker and um. Toby Longworth, I believe, playing Beep the Meep. It's a, it's a fun, it's a funny little thing that I couldn't believe existed when I first heard it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then it, I mean, the Fifth Doctor, I mean, the Fifth Doctor fought an evil, evil Furby at one point. So you'd have, so there's, it goes weird. They the places go weird. All right. Yeah. So very exciting things like with audios and coming up at Doctor Who. Indeed. Um, and I, I, I spoke to Thor with various different people and um honestly if you agree um like um like love of the doctors and, and, and autism um like in, in ways it could come across where the doctor um could come across as person has autism because of the, the different things that they do mm. um um and like because they don't like i know like because like, like we discussed before finding us asked help didn't we um mm-hmm. at school i think and the doctor shows that sometimes yeah he does they do rather yeah. i think i think the perfect example of this actually is the opening of the 11th hour uh, i mean the reason i mean obviously we have obviously have all those the, the, the fun the fun scenes the apple the apples the fish the 
the, the apples, the bacon, the bread and butter, which he hates, and then, and then the fish custard. And but but then the, but then comes the kicker when after they saying you're seeing all when when the eleven's like you're seeing all this, but nothing. It's not bothering you, which must mean there's one scary crack in your wall. I think I think that whole I think that whole thing is like is doesn't cap doesn't cap does almost encapsulate the allegory for if that makes sense. Yeah, like 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 going from the food part, um, like with textures and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so some people also may like the same food. Um, yeah, and like with the the crack in the wall. Um, that does. Um, I, I suppose the doctor was quite scared himself. <laughs> it's almost like going from one. It's almost like going. It's almost like going from one from one tone to another, and it can't. You can't really, and you can't really tell what you're going to get. Yeah, really fast. Yeah, the eleventh doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, like um, he's a really fast character. Mm-hmm. From, and Matt Smith. I th- Matt Smith. I think nails both na- nails both those ideas of the of of the young ch- of of the of the old of the old man stuck in the body of this of this teenager basically yeah yeah no, but, I, while the first doctor was the reverse uh, a teenager stuck in the body of an old man <laughs> he's probably the most childish doctor there is but he, he i'm going on a tangent here yeah yeah i, I agree and like like what one episode that always pops to mind well um well, there can be plenty, but um, yeah. like in the girl in the fireplace, the doctor is asked if he's all right when he's not. Yeah, um, and that—that's him. Um, it does him saying that he can't talk to anyone because, like, uh, like because they're not time lords. <laughs> mm. No, but it's also nice in that moment that it's also nice in that moment at the end of Girl in the Fireplace, with with well with 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 Rose and with Rose and Mickey, obviously with Rose and Mickey having. Empathetic, having empathetic qualities, I think they could sort. I think they can. I think they can more or less. Sense, I think they can more or less sense what sense it. Like when, when mm-hmm. Mickey's almost when Mickey's almost dragging Rose aside, saying, "Come on, Rose, you need to show, show me more of this place. Like, give him, give him some space. You, you you know he's not all right." Yeah, and I think because I think even people around you, when you say you're not all right, they know even even as much to try to convince them otherwise. Yeah, but most people do say they're right when they're not. Yeah, they? they do. They don't want to bother anyone. Hmm. Yeah, um, and and yeah, like um, yeah, because like it's hard to talk, um, like it's it's hard to explain things and also hard to help, mm-hmm. um, and the doctor gives help but doesn't ask it very much. No. Yeah. Which which it, sometimes he has, um, occasionally, but it take, it, not straight away. I think it's almost like you almost like you kind of need the right kind of personalities around you to to stay to stay to stay on the right path. Yeah, like yeah. like um, which is almost like the whole point of well, the time lord, the whole point of the tenth Doctor's arc for leading up to leading up to Waters of Mars when Donna's saying you need someone to stop you need someone to stop you of course which needs someone to stop you from going too far and Waters of Mars. Inevitably, he did. He was like, he inevitably, power went to his. Inevitably, power went to his head. It was like, I have this. No, actually, no. I'm, I'm the only one left. The rules are in my hand. The rules are in my hands now. Which, of course, comes, which, of course, comes crashing, comes crashing down on him. Yeah. And he- Time Lord Victoria. Time Lord Victorious book series. At the Time of Victorious book series actually expands this a bit, a little bit more. Like almost. I won't. I won't give away too much for those that have not read it. But in but in the stories, the night, the fool, and the dead, and all flesh is grass. It's almost like the tenth Doctor has the wrong kind of companion to somewhere steer him in the complete to steer him even further into that pit. Brian the Ood, who the Brian the Ood, who you might know from Time Fracture. In this story, he's a, he's an insane Ood, an insane Ood assassin with multi, with an insane Ood assassin with multiple pers- with possible multiple personalities. In mis- okay. multiple personalities, can. Sorry, um, I'll get my words back. A lot of it, a lot of it suppressed within his a lot of it suppressed within his translator. Rob. Anyway, I'm going on a tangent. The point is, he's the point is he is the kind he is the kind that would that that re- that relishes chaos and brings out brings out the worst in the Doctor, basically encouraging him to go even further to become the Time Lord victorious to go to go on a got to go to go on a war against to go on a war against the universe. Yeah, okay. Um, it's like showing the antithesis of what the Doctor needed, the antithesis of the Donna Nobles and the Martha Joneses yeah. and that you need. Yeah, so yeah, because so, I didn't go time furniture, but 
I only because it it shut. I was very, mm. I, I was gonna go. It um, was. I went, went about went about three went about three times and it's. I missed it already. It was a it was a it, it was a bloody it was a bloody good it was a bloody good experience and. A, and it was always and it was always a lot of it was always a lot of fun. You never really knew you never really knew what path you you never really knew what path you were gonna get this time. I mean a lot of the, I mean most I mean most of the times I was actually on the same kind of path, but if you but but there was all there was always there's always something else around the corner, some some different some some different some different thing and, and references to stuff that you wouldn't think possible. It's a, it was a really it was a really good experience and I hope it does come back one day. Yeah, I did too because I, I wasn't able to go. Um purely because COVID was quite hard at the times where I wanted to go and I was going to go to August um, which is which is next month after recording this and, and which is quite funny that mm -hmm. with this series all yeah. the episodes in the wrong order like Doctor Who at all times in the wrong order so mm -hmm. one episode could be later one episode could be earlier and it's, it's quite funny <laughs> but um, what, what like the time for today uh, what is the most scariest part would you say of your experience Ooh, I'd probably say the weeping. I pro I'd probably say the weeping angels bit, and I'm just and I'm gonna say this. This might be a bit. They haven't scared me since Blink. But when you're when you're there, if if it this is to to anyone, if it comes back, there's a, there is a section where there is a section with the weeping angels, and if you're in the front, it's bloody terrifying. Do they move then? They do. They do. And they look exactly like they do in the show. Aye, they do. I had to even even though I didn't really need to because there was people in suits. I still did this, which is almost like this is all, which is almost like a force for habit. Whenever I, whenever I watched Blink back in the day. So did they move? Because there would have been probably a few other people there as well. Would they move you if you personally blink, or they just move anyway? Oh, they move. Oh, they move. It's 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 like it's it's on a it's on it's on a it's on a script. I was on a script. It's, yeah. it's on it's on it's on a, it's on a certain sequence. Let's say that second 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 time we went, second time we went we got a little lucky we were actually um we were there the same day Blue Peter were filming. Okay. So if you actually so if you if you go watch the video that they put up you can you might you might be able to you might be able to spot a spot a few of us spot spot and um, at spot spot Abby Louise James James York who 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 heads the Queer Doctor series which is brilliant by the way. Matt Bar Matt Barrett, who plays our Strax for TT for TT Productions, and my and myself, you might see up. You might be although my hair was blonde at that point. Okay, and so you you have the the Weeping Angels. Um, so that that's the most scary one there for you. Probably yeah. A lot of it, a lot of it was kind of a lot of it was just more a lot of it I was just more or less kind of just just excited just excited. I won't spoil it too much because we because I don't know if this is going to come back or not, and I still want people to. I still, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I still want people to go in, go in with a fresh face. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I assume it will just in a different location at some point. At some um, point, yeah. Yeah, like maybe not in London. Maybe um, I wouldn't have thought Liverpool because they got um, what's wanted there, but it, it could be around that area. It could be somewhere completely different. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Um, but yeah, we'd be lovely. To come back, um, yeah, because uh, you can't be a bit a bit of like um, what, what they say it like um, a good experience. You definitely, you definitely can't. In time fracture, most definitely is a great experience. Yeah. So Zach, um, shall we move on and talk a little bit about dyspraxia? Because um, you said that you have dyspraxia. Yes, well. yes, I do have dys I do have dyspraxia, and it was always a bit, and it was always a bit of a, it was always a bit of a struggle growing up growing up writing handwriting i uh, handwriting i always struggled with it was always either too big it would always hurt my it always hurt my hands when i tried to when i tried to when i tried to move when i tried to write eventually 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 i was eventually i was allowed to allow, i was allowed to type to type in school and type my and type my exams and such beforehand it was always it it, it always hurt and it, it it always hurt when writing and even now even now, I've always felt that if it is if in stuff in stuff like work and such, I've always felt that I've always been a, a little bit slower than the rest, slower than the rest of my team because physically, physically I am. It's I've 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 been working my way through it. I've kind of got you've kind of got used to it now. But sometimes, sometimes little things like even what I'm doing right now, I always have always feel the need to sort of kind of fidget any fidget points just just so I'm just to keep okay. myself just just to keep my myself in order. And 
while I'm not the biggest fan of Ryan Sinclair, I did, I did, I did, I did, I did relate to him to an extent. Like, I mean, I, 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 I didn't take me that long to ride a bike, but I still related. In, I still related in other. I still related in other aspects, like some, like it, like even when like stuff, like things when the things when learning to drive, and in the in and it, and like and like I, like I was saying earlier in, in Kablam when he was when he was under when he was undercover. Yeah. When he was when he was un- when he was undercover in deliveries, and he was talking about how he was uh, how he always felt he was a bit slower. That part that part I related to. So while I'm not the biggest fan of Ryan as the character, I do I do appreciate I do appreciate that this Braxy was acknowledged. Yeah, it, it was good they did a story night like that. But um, like that likes to pull you. So I, I imagine some people may get upset with um it not being like, the story not being like continued. It wasn't really. It's sort of it's sort it's sort of just. It sort of just went away, and that's that. That which kind of which, which kind of said for really really for Ryan and Graham because once once because their story arc I'd say was really was done by it takes you away, and after that it almost felt like there were spare parts. Not, yeah. to, I mean Bradley Walsh. Bradley Walsh is always a delight, but it all but they but they felt kind of superfluous after that. Yeah, I, I did like I did like Bradley Walsh in it actually. He 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 was he was really good. Um, mm-hmm. Best I would say. Like I think one of probably the first grand since Wilfred maybe. Yeah. There's a there's a there's a companion there's a companion big finish um six the sixth doctor as a as a companion called e- called Evelyn Smythe which is which is almost which is almost which is which I think at that point was the first was the first elderly elderly companion and all and I think she and she kind of and she kind of changed and she kind of changed that perspective for me. Okay. She is she is brilliant she is brilliant by the way and she's and arguably she's and arguably she is the reason why the sixth doctor went from brash arrogant rude to to more to more mellow to more mellow and loving right. played by the late maggie stables god rest her soul yeah so 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 if if someone didn't know what dyspraxia was um zach how 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 would you explain it to them um well i'd, I'd say it's almost i'd say it's almost like I'd say I'd say it's, I'd say it's it's almost like some it's almost like there it's almost it's almost like something is whole it's it's almost like there's some there, there is a bit more pressure on the way you on the way you move on the way you move and the way you and the way you coordinate yourself yeah like bumping into things and such it's almost it's there's a bit there's I'm not sure the best way to put I'm not sure the best way to put this but have you ever you know you know when you're on a, have you ever been on a you know on a on you know a bicycle at the gym and you yeah. put the resistance up. It's like that, but you don't really have any control of it. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, it's 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 good to talk about it because I um I've spoken to a few people who have dyspraxia, but I don't have it myself. So it is it, it's nice to see what it is for you. Um, because I imagine it's different for everyone. Um, I'd, say, I'd say I'd I'd say so. Some people some some people some people it some people it's a lot worse. When I told when I used to when I told someone when I, once when I told someone they st- that I had dyspraxia they got very worried because they thought I must I must have been in inten- intense agony I'm not but I still appreciate their concern I appreciate their concern but I'm I'm not in I'm not in intense pain yeah, so yeah I, imagine imagine some people have it worse than worse than others yeah I imagine it and that that's like autism too like everyone will have it differently like, um yeah as well but um. Like, yeah. So, um, with like, yeah, because it's not always related. It may be a bike. It's not. It's not the key thing. Is it like off this bracket? It's not just to be related to a bike because Ryan Sinclair. No, 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 no. Is a bike not, not necessarily. Not necessarily a bike, but it's but but just but but just generally with anything, anything to do with movement. Okay. I, would cho- I chose I chose that example because I was because I had to, I had to try to try to try and describe um, resistance. Yeah. 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 Okay um so like so so for example if you're writing you, you take maybe longer to um do it Aye, but i think but I, but I type my stuff anyway i normally do i do my notes i do my notes either on my phone or on google docs and just That's easier, yeah. get like one story that i've been one story that i've been that, I, that i've been playing for a couple of years now well only now only only now getting the getting the grips for it i'm still structuring it because i want to be sure it's it's not a Doctor Who it's not a Doctor Who story. It's a passion pro, it's a passion project that I came up with in, in some of my work in some of my worst moments. But I'm still but and I've been and I, and as and, and as I've been going, I've been noting down noting noting down on my laptop. Okay. 
and I normally and when but when I when I, when I type scripts and everything, it's always it's always on my computer. I don't I don't I don't tend to, I don't tend to hand write things anymore. Yeah, yeah, because when I hand write things, um, I always get an aching arm. <laughs> um, more, mm. and I, I I used to have you know like on a pencil you can have a rubber thing that helps your hand a little bit because yeah. you, you know if you you got something in your head and you write it your hand goes all red sometimes yeah. and it's really achy and mm-hmm. that, that's I don't what know I found. If, I don't know if you can see it very well but on um, on this finger right here okay. uh, because it, this this is this is from a long time ago because of when I used to write it it got back it got it it kind of got bad to me it's swollen it's swollen a bit it's never quite healed since then all right yeah it's my no, I, I I much prefer to write on um computers but um if i have to like uh, i always write notes into books like stuff um I, yeah. I always, i've got pages here i've got um i've got this thing here so Ooh. <laughs> um which i i write different things in there well more or less or two locations i want to visit or plan mm. to visit um, have, you, have you visited any i have i have actually um um a few that I've recently visited are um, remember the um, Lazarus experiment. Oh yes, so, yes I do. And do you remember the piano scene? The church. Yeah, I was I went there. Um, Ooh. Um, and I was allowed to go in the in the piano bit. Um, which was I was I I had to wait till the end so that when they finished, but it it, it, mm. it, it looks in it. If you on the episode, it looks bigger than it is because it's really small in like when they filmed it, um, the camera had to be really high from to see in there because because they turned quite tall, um, mm. so it you have quite, you, I imagine you have to duck because I did oh. to, to bump your head and it's dark in there at first, but it, it, it's really cool and and the guy that showed me around was actually working there on the day that David Tennant filmed. Imagine um, that must imagine that must have been quite a quite an experience. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I only saw them the once because they were there two nights. Um, mm. I, I imagine to do to do the um the, the stairwell scene. I, I, and the piano maybe was done separately. I don't know, but it it was um yeah that that was nice to go there. Um, another one I went to um as well is um do you remember? The, the curse of the black spot yeah on on the ship well yes i went to the location of that oh um the docks mm-hmm. um it's pretty nice but the ship wasn't there but um it, it, it was the funny thing is when i went there only a few weeks ago <laughs> it went um but but yeah that, that's another good one and i also went to well i did actually go to bristol i i, I went over to to, mm-hmm. to to look at the um I wasn't there when it was actually filming, but I went there last week actually mm. um, to, to have a look where they were filming and stuff, um, and uh, that was nice. And I also went to Stonehenge, where, of course, Matt Swift did his Pandora open speech. Who takes the Pandorica takes the universe. My eleven's not very good. Bad news, everyone. Because <laughs> guess who? Ha. <laughs> um, but yeah, that I, of course you know I love for through the blooming um line anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, when I had the picture and, and so it looks like I was when I weren't, so kind of trick photography there. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but but yeah, I went there and in this lovely book of mine, um, yeah. none of those locations that I mentioned are actually in there, but mm-hmm. more or less in this book are. Cardiff, Wales locations I'm going to go to. Uh, I never been to Cardiff. I never went to experience in Cardiff. I went to a doctor experience when I was like younger in London. I think uh, I, I think I think I might have been. To, I think I might have been to that one. It was like I don't remember. I don't remember where exactly it was, but I remember I went to a one when David Tennant was was still the doctor. I think I went when Matt Smith was actually. I heard um, I heard about that I heard about that one as well. There was yeah. one I went to a couple of years prior where David Tennant was still the doctor, and I yeah I remember I'm I don't it was a long time ago. Memories are foggy. Yeah, it, it was a while ago. I know the Weeping Angels was there, mm-hmm. um, and this long bit they didn't move, but they're just statues. But I've been young, didn't blink. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I went there, but 
like in in the lovely book, the, the the main ones I want to go to are the the gardens where the um Madame de Pompidou episode was uh, going the fireplace. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to go to the Trap Street. Um, yeah. One because I've heard that that's a Cardiff, which is mm-hmm. pretty cool actually. Um, be nice. Um, and I want to go see Sarah Jane's house. Mm. That's another one. Um, I want to see the gardens. You know the garden place where Waters and Mars was set. Yeah, yeah. Check that out. Um, I don't have a wife in plants. Don't drink so. the water. Don't drink <laughs> the water. Yeah, <laughs> there's uh, like I've loads in here. I want to go to the libraries in Swansea as well. Um, mm-hmm. Matt Smith's um village, like I, I, Amy's I, Amy Ponder's village. They're all there. Ledworth. Yeah, Ledworth the beach. Mm-hmm. A couple mm-hmm. of the cafes they've done. Boomtown one, the mm-hmm. one they did in uh the uh, silence episode. Yeah. Um, so so. That's something I, I love to do because I never thought about it. But if you go to locations that they've filmed, it feels like you're kind of there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is, there is, there is, there is all that. There is all that feeling when you when you are there, and it's 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 a great experience. I've not read, not done many Doctor, not read, not done many Doctor Who locations. I did go to Cardiff in the in the dying in the dying days of the Doctor experience, and I, actually, and I I did and I did arrive at Camden. Just, just when the Bad Wolf crew had left filming from the sixth, from the sixtieth, but been to been to been to locations in other for other for other shows, yeah. and when I was when I lived in but when I when I lived in Barcelona for for a couple of months, went to went to went to Girona where lots of bits of Game of Thrones were filmed, like a lot of the bravo like a lot of the bravos like a lot of the bravo scenes, Cersei's walk of walk of shame, those are fil- those those are filmed around there. Okay, yeah, I do like Game of Thrones. <laughs> Um, we won't talk about the ending because I'm we do, we do, we, we do not, we do, we do, we do not. Otherwise, I'll go on a big tangent about yeah. the books. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, got fun to look forward to Hell House of Dragons, Matt Smith. So yeah, that, that'd be exciting. Um, but yeah, the, the, the funny thing about Game of Thrones is I binge watched it. Um, on the last few episodes, no, so say I got told about it, and then I think like, you might like Game of Thrones already. You should watch it. So I binge watched it. Yeah. All, um, with a, a limited amount of time. So I was lucky enough to watch the last episode on air. Um, Aye. Last two episodes on air, which, mm-hmm. well, uh, it was okay. I am. <laughs> I am. Um, uh, yeah. I read. Um, I read. I read the. I read the books beforehand, which are still not finished. And to be honest, I don't think they will ever get finished. Um, it, there's a. There was a. There was a lot. They, there was a lot they could have done. There was a lot. They, there was a lot. They, there was a lot that they omitted and. And in the end, it was a mess, to put it lightly. Yeah. Yeah, not what we would have expected, but um, <laughs> but I think House of Dragons is set in the past, so it is. It yeah. is. It's set. It's set. It's set along. It's set before. It's set a long time before the show. Yeah. So that's, that's going to be exciting. Um, yeah. Um, to, it's not so you get these prequels and like and, and sequels of, of different kind of shows and mm-hmm. who we should be getting that kind of stuff. Like side shows as well, with, with, with Russell back as well. I, I wonder. Well, let's. I wonder. I wonder. I wonder what. I wonder what he'll even do, and wonder how. And wonder what. Root, and wonder what roots will take things. Yeah. Did you, like like you know big finish big big finish with their torchwood. They have their own. They've done their own series five and six. I wonder if they'll touch on that at all. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh, oh, which, is... which, which Russell was actually involved in. He was. He was there to consult the characters and then bring and bringing back a, and bringing back certain and bringing back certain peeps. But what, so I'm wondering. So I'm wondering if theoretically, if there was a torture series five and six, John Barrowman notwithstanding, if they would, if they draw, if they draw on that at all. Yeah, yeah, like they they could easily do it. With, they don't even have to call it Torchwood. They could just do something else. They could do it. Char- they could do a charitable charitable Earth with Ace. Yeah, they they could do it with like Osgood, Kate, mm-hmm. uh, Ace, and that. Yeah, That's it. And that's and that's another great spin-off to listen to. Un, the unit unit on big unit on big finish. They've they've all been really good. Yeah, yeah. So um, I could just show big finish for days, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. So we're in Doctor Who. Do 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 you have like a preferable Doctor for like that that you like, or you just like them all? Um, to be perfectly honest, I do I do just kind of like them all. It's it's more that it's more that I there are there are parts of the years that I did that I like and parts that I don't like. Um, because gen- generally, generally it depends. It depends. What, it depends what mood I'm in. All, all, all thirteen eras have their own. All thirteen eras have their own charms to them. Yeah. 
the only thing I think the only era I don't really come back to that much really it's it's probably um the Graham Williams the Graham Williams era of Tom of Tom Baker it's not it's not they were all but it's not that they were all bad it's just I felt I felt a lot of those stories were kind of lacking okay I mean I like I like I like pirate I like pirate planet I like city of death I like Sh- I like Sharda and horns of nine one is a guilty pleasure of mine but generally that whole era is a bit of a that that whole era is the one I don't normally come back don't normally come back to but all the others all the others all the others I find charming them in some form or another okay um so uh, like late edition we got like the like the judge last episode so celebration of the BBC I think as well yeah uh, the centenary yeah and one of the uh probably longest episodes we've had in a while to as well um yeah. hour and a half I think that beats mm-hmm. end of time if you count them both as an episode well, that'll be it but they didn't they did well part one part two but I think, I think it was hour and 16 mm. one of them might have been the um, last uh, episode two was like an hour and 16 yeah yeah hour and 16 and this is got lots of like, last episode of Joe's got lots of things to um, do as such because we lots of answers as well and I'm a bit concerned about it as well I'm wondering if it's going to be a bit too bloated yeah because bringing all these companions back because um yeah that's probably another area i've not really not really i've tried i if it's never really jody i like jody whitaker but the but the year but that area has not really clicked with me as, as as much as it should have done yeah yeah it's it's something that um like there's not an overall plot all the time like um especially series 11 there wasn't mm. just it wasn't like like you wouldn't have to watch dr ho before to watch it yeah. um that series really Series twelve and series twelve, they sort of just threw in everything. Yeah, brought the master back. Remember, uh, and and a lot of saying a lot, a lot of it was kind of like remember, remember Russell T Davies. Remember when you remember when the show did this. Remember when Captain Jack did this, etc. Remember, remember, remember those faces from the brain of Morbius. Well, here they are again, and this is what they are, etc. Yeah, um, like Ace T can come back. It's gonna be interesting how they they they, they are there. Um, mm. um, like. I don't think they're the only ones that who will return. I think I reckon I'm, gonna, yeah. I'm gonna make a little prediction right here. I think we're gonna see the curator once again. As Tom Baker? As Tom Baker, or maybe or maybe or maybe they'll take a leaf out of Big Finish and 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 have another and have another Doc Two veteran player player curator, but we'll see. Because recently in Ravenous they had uh, they had a Colin Baker they had a Colin ba- not in Ravenous, in Stranded, they had a Colin Baker curator. Okay. So, which which was an which was an interesting idea, sort of the idea that the curators almost the way that the way that Colin described it behind the scenes is quite funny. Time lords on their pen, time lords on their pension, yeah. become curators. So I wonder if if they, I mean, if they, if it's if it's Tom, if it would be Tom Baker again, that's great. But it'd be, it, I'm wondering, I'm wondering how far they could take it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, 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 if um, I've got a name. Um, the character in Sojourner Ventures, um. She's blonde and a former companion of the Doctor. Um, um, Joe Grant. Yeah, Joe Grant, that's it. Um, and, and, she's, and Katie Manning is an absolute diamond, by the way. Third, if you if you watch the if you watch her, if you watch the third Doctor's era and just just Katie Manning in general, she's amazing. I can see Well Joe Jones, right. Well she's Joe Jones now, but you you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, if she was in the third Doctor era, that, that that'd be quite cool because um with the third doctor and then come back with the thirteenth doctor. <laughs> um, I, that, tell you, I tell you, Brigadier, it seems something has gone quite wrong. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'd love to see. I'd love to see Canine back. Um, right, got Canine there behind me as well. So, damn it, Steve. Got Canine slippers somewhere. I think it might be in that pile oh. if I can find it. Uh, oh, here's one of them. The other slipper oh. I can't. The other slipper I can't really find. This got, but these. I normally wear these when record. Normally wear these when recording because I've got a bit of a hard floor. Okay. There's my K nine yeah. slippers. Affirmative. <laughs> Affirmative, mistress. Chaps <laughs> is described as quilletine oil. Uh, that 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 will be interested. How um if 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 K nine did return with mm-hmm. Jody, that'll be interesting. How. Like he 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 speaks to her because like with yeah. tenant he's just like master. Is it going to be mistress? It'll probably mistress. It'll probably yeah. be mistress. I think so. Um, 
but, yeah. but yeah. Some, and some sometimes in and sometimes the some and sometimes K9 referred to referred to the doctor as the doctor master. So he might call the doctor mistress. <laughs> yeah, it's I'd love to see him, but this would be K9 Mark Five, I think. Um, I'd like to say a good design of it. Mark like, one was Mark one was Leela. Mark two Romana. Mark three Sarah Sarah Jane. Then it got destroyed. Mark four also Sarah Jane. Mark probably Mark six if we're counting the K nine spin off, which I've not watched by the way, so I don't really actually have any opinions on it. But okay. So yeah, I can see other people returning. Um, possibly Osgood, maybe Kate's there. Possibly, so yeah. I think Kate might have a, a bigger role in 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 this episode. I hope so. It was I was a bit disappointed how she didn't really get much to do in Flux. Do you notice the difference she is between like she was more in charge, yeah. like with uh, with when Eleven Doctor was there, and mm-hmm. now taking a step back to the thirteen. Yeah, she seemed she was she just sort she in Flux she just sort of stood there and didn't didn't really do anything apart from the scene of the Grand Serpent. She just didn't she didn't she was just sort of there. Yeah, it, uh, it was which was which was a bit of a which was a which was a bit of a disappointment. It's it kind of because at that at same that same month as well, Unit Nemesis came out, which was which does show Kate Stewart take it, which does which does have Kate Stewart being in charge. Okay, so it's going to be interesting what's going to happen in in this last episode, um, because there's so much going on. Ned found out wasn't the watch. Um, Joe, Jim Martin's doctor, the, the fugitive, find out who that is too. Um, why the master's back, why all these villains are coming mm. back. Yeah. It's going to be very interesting, very intrigued. Who knows? Um, do you have any theories what could happen? Um, like regeneration, do you think it could be in a TARDIS or outside TARDIS? I don't, well, I'm going to, I'll just say this that little, that, that clip they showed was must, is definitely a fake out. They've done this before. Like when 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 Peter Capaldi was about to regenerate, they threw in a whole bunch of clips of fake regenerations before when we know it. If it's in if it's in a right if it's in or outside the TARDIS, I I'm not that part I'm not too that part I'm not too sure on, but I reckon it's gonna. But I re- but I reckon the cliffhanger is gonna be her turning back into. But I reckon the cliffhanger will be a regeneration, but it won't be shooting at while we David Tennant. So I reckon, no. I reckon that's probably gonna be that. I reckon that's probably gonna be the cliffhanger leading into the sixtieth. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, uh, that because like no no doctor has come into Doctor Who mm. straight into an anniversary special, have they? Really? Mm-hmm. Well, t- Peter Capaldi in a way, but yeah. not really. Yeah, yeah, in a way. Um, yeah, um, because Matt was there for that episode, and then they went up, went over, didn't they? And I believe, but, and I believe, um, and I believe, um. Yes, the five doctors was Peter. It wasn't Peter Davison's last year and last year on the show. Yeah. So yeah, but but that what, doesn't really count. What I think, yeah, I agree. Like Not, the, David yeah. Tennant will be re, be back. Um, as the temp doctor, don't know about that, but um, I think it's going to be a battle to find Shooty's doctor, Shooty Gatwood's doctor, and. I feel like um, we're not just going to see David Tennant and Donna. We could possibly see other incarnations throughout the year because I think throughout the 2023, mm-hmm. there's going to be a, a different episodes with maybe different doctors. We have our three. We have our. We we we'll have. I think there's at least three. There's at least three of them. At least one involving the Celestial Toymaker. Yeah, which, yeah. which isn't much of a secret anymore. It's the the, the no. prop said it all. Yeah, like three three women: David Tennant and Donna, and then. Um, Possibly Matt Smith, possibly Peter, possibly yeah. Jody might get a little cameo. Um, mm. And I think that's going to be go up to November where we see Shooty Gatwell. Um, yeah. Um, it'd be nice for them to meet, like Shooty and uh, another Doctor. Um, um, what, what could be a cool story? Um, maybe he Shooty turns up, doesn't realise that he's a Doctor. Which is which is which is kind of which is kind of common for post regenerate post regeneration stories. They're always a little confused. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and... Like the like the beginning of Castrovalva, where the fifth Doctor was didn't really was just still getting his bearings, like talking like his past incarnations. That's right. That's right. And it it'd be thing, nice. And the first thing the fourth Doctor says is quote is is say a random quote from the third Doctor that. I tell you, Brigadier, the Brontosaurus's mouth is wide and placid in Sontaran's perverting the course of human history thing. 
Yeah. A line that Moffat seemed to really like because it came back twice in 12 0. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it is great. Like, I saw something like there's got to be a plot, like a plot twist within because there's going to be lots of surprises, isn't there? Like with Jojo's last episode. Mm. And like, um, I, it'd be nice, I mean, for a plot twist, maybe someone to betray her, or maybe Yaz to betray her somehow. Um, it would be, it, it would that would that would that would that would that would switch that would switch things up if Yaz did betray the doctor. Yeah, yeah, and like the lot is saying, I don't believe that's her regenerating in that little clip, like mm. possibly the watch or something happening, or like yeah. you, you remember it in the, the Davros episode with Peter Capaldi, yeah, who he was attached to this machine thing and then it was draining his regeneration energy, or maybe that's happening, mm. like um. Maybe a she's open. I reckon she's opened the watch. Yeah. yeah, I think she's opened the watch. And what I think, Zach, is um, I've said to a few people and they, they, they say that kind of makes sense, which I think it makes sense, mm-hmm. um, which is, like, she opens the watch. Um, and, and, of course, like, the last doctor to, to open it was um, Dev Tent. Um, yeah. And all this memory possibly is lost in the David Tent, like, Doctor. For some, for some reason, this is this. I think this is a different, but the thing, mm. I think this is a different watch though, because this was the watch that assumingly that the division assumingly used on, on whoever, whichever, who, whichever, which, whichever doctor it was to basically mm. turn him into baby Hartnell and kick that, kick that whole thing off. Yeah, yeah, but like, what, what I think possibly, if it is like that, or possibly it could have. All the faces of the doctor in it, anyway. Like if, if it is, but like that, mm. all the faces of the doctor, and then you've got David Tennant there, and then like possibly just comes into David Tennant. Oh, a de regeneration. That's what like, I think. That's what I think's gonna. That's what I think's gonna happen. I still, I think, I still think that the the cliffhanger at the end of the centenary is gonna be Jody. Is gonna be Jody Whittaker regen. Is gonna be David Tennant regenerate. Mm. It's gonna be David Tennant showing up. Is Jody Whitt- Is Jody Whittaker regenerating into David Tennant rather? And they'll think like, and that will be what's going on. Who's do, where? She... Do you think that will happen, or do you think she'll be mid regeneration and then they leave it on that cliffhanger? I think she's gonna. I, I reckon. That, I reckon she's gonna turn. I reckon it's gonna be David. I reckon she's gonna regenerate to David Tennant. I reckon she's. Gonna, I reckon it. I reckon the cliffhanger is gonna be reveal of David Tennant. And people notice. People know he's in it already. Anyway, the BBC have full on promoted it. Yeah. So it, it's it, not much. Of a, it's not much of a secret. Any. It's not much of a secret, really. Yeah. It makes sense because why wouldn't Shitty Gat would be filming now exactly if, um, if, he, if he, he was going to be regenerating exactly and there was there was also that big there was also big speculation which I thought would pe- I thought initially was people looking too deep into things but but now I'm wondering but, but now there's probably something to it because the initial there, there were news out when you when Shooty was cast they they all kept saying. Well, they all, well, the official BBC announcement was just said the new doctor, the new doctor. They didn't say the fourteenth doctor. They that was what that was, which which made people wonder what was going on. And then then David Tennant was seen on set, and that was. Yeah, it would um, be interesting to, to to see who David Tennant is, um, like because if all we know, it could be a de regeneration to the face, but it could be a completely different. Because the curator, person. the curator, pretty much. The curator pretty much strongly hinted that the doctor will use his old his old pit faces in the in the future. Yeah, yeah, and um, here we are. Hi. <laughs> It'll be nice in that and episode. Big, and a big finish. He's done it twice. Yeah. Four yeah. and six. And like you say in Joe's episode, it'd be lovely for the curator to come back saying, um, "It's time." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'll be. I love that. If it's um, if it, if it was if it was Colin Baker, I think I'd probably I think I'd probably cry. Thanks to well. Especially thanks to Big Finish, he is now. Especially thanks to Big Finish, but even on screen, he is probably he might actually be my favorite Doctor. Colin Baker. Yeah. His he has been properly he has been properly redeemed by Big Finish, and I think he's probably and I think he's probably been given some of the best material he's the doc- Doctor has ever been given. Yeah, like companions like Evelyn, Evelyn Flip, yeah. and even 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 Mel Gang Redemption. I think Colin Baker is probably one of the most talented talented actors to play the Doctors out there. Yeah, I like his outfit actually. And he gets a lovely blue one as well at some point. Yeah, yeah. 
It's, a, it's something that I'm really intrigued by Shooty, what, what, what it's going to wear. I think it's going to be colourful. I think I reckon he's um, knowing knowing him. I think he's. I think it will be some. I think it will be something quite quite like that. Yeah, like quite colourful concept. Um, I feel like um, the Tardis is going to be um, similar shape, uh, a combined between the eleventh um, first Tardis and the David Tennant's like uh, like shape of yeah. his. I think it's going to be something like that. Uh, mm-hmm. Not the same colours, of course. I could. I reckon it could go red this time. Uh, maybe a red concept. Well, I would like a red concept or purple. I would like a purple Tardis. <laughs> purple Tardis. <laughs> um, I I just like to color purple. Um, and uh, other than speaking about doing this series out here about Doctor and Autism, I know you talked about different people about all sorts of different things like Crohn's, for example, mm-hmm. chronic illness, mental health too. Like we spoke yep. about mental health at the start. Um. All, all very great thing to talk about and hobbies, of course. So I was talking about Dot Two today, as well as dyspraxia, autism. There we go. <laughs> um, so before before we finish, is there um any is there a quote in Dot Two that you relate to? Hmm. Well, a quote in that a quote in Doctor Who that a quote in Doctor Who that I relate to. Well. Well, the one I have to. Well, if you had your shoes on, my boy, you could have lent her hers. <laughs> no, I'm joking. The quote I mentioned, the quote I actually probably go with is, "It's when it's in Tomb of the Cybermen with this when the second Doctor is, when the second Doctor is talking to Victoria. I don't remember the top of my head, but it's more when he's saying, it's more, it's it's more, it's more his, it's more his way of when he's when he's com- when he's comforting her over grief, when he's mm-hmm. talking about his family. The thing is, I have to really want to." That's the thing. And then the rest of the time they sleep in my mind. And then talk and that mode and that motivation further on saying basically to continue basically to continue on because that's what they would have wanted. That's what Victoria's father would have wanted. And... Yeah. I think that's uh, that, that that's good because like it's like sometimes we do feel like maybe giving up on certain things and it is it's good that like um I think mm-hmm. quotes in Doctor Who can, can really relate to us in, in ways because, like, uh, like, like the one you said, there, there's so many out there that we can relate to. I think there's actually one I want to talk, one more. This is more, it's more like a monologue. It's from the Big Finish audio skirt, so where the Eighth Doctor is talking, where the Eighth Doctor, well, at least it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a monologue about where he, where, where he talks about how t- other time laws perceived him and his companions how they perceive them as moment as memento mori like they're not really like he's like how he's how his, his, how his perspective on the world how his perspective on the world how he believed that the time lord saw that how the time lords believe that he just saw his companions as tokens mementos to remind him of his age but really there are points where he would grow too attached okay yeah i think then they're two i think they're two two really good ones there's that um because of like I agree from lots of people that they agree and of course more importantly you agree. <laughs> um so yeah it's been great talking to you Zach. Um great talking to you too Mason. Been, been really nice to talk about like autism dyspraxia doctor um and like audios or, or, or audios you write in what you're doing and yeah <laughs> um look forward to seeing more of it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, well, thanks again, Zach, and it's been my awesome. My pleasure. It's my pleasure, mate. Thank you. <laughs>